He could only stand. A slight bend of the knees was all he could do, and if he leaned forward, his head touched the wall. Just out of reach, on the dirt floor, was a candle. It was wide and tall, and if he put his left leg too near it, his trousers began to crackle. His chest felt as if it was enclosed in the coils of a snake. The air, stale and thick with dust, irritated his lungs, forcing him to breathe consciously against the pollutants, as well as the embrace of the imaginary serpent. On a ledge, just beside his left arm, was a tall jug of water. Within his reach, it must have been put there for him, and at first he appreciated it. His mouth was dry, and the first sip tasted delicious. The second, bitter. He forced himself to put the jug down. Why was the jug there, really? And what did it contain? If it was poison and he died, did it count as suicide? If he hadn't put it in the water himself? And if it was clean, why had it been left there? To prolong his torment? To make him eke it out like a common prisoner? There was nowhere for him to pee except on the floor. He'd have to concentrate to get his arms down, to unzip his fly. It wouldn't be easy. He wanted to weep, but men didn't. Who is there? he called out. Is anyone there? He hadn't expected an answer, and he didn't get one. The water shone in the candlelight, entirely clear and pure. How could it be poisoned? Did he feel unwell? How could he tell? He was in a cavity about two meters tall by two meters long. The width he could only guess. Was it one meter or less? It meant he couldn't sit unless he almost folded himself in half or lay. When he thought about it, he could only just breathe. His heart began to pick up its beat, and he prayed. Not properly, because he couldn't prostrate himself. Would God listen? Of course he would. Where had that thought come from? He always listened and provided. Except maybe now.